Thanks for tuning in to the Movie Know-It-All podcast, part of the Know-It-All network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes, feature-length movie commentaries, and more, all for as little as $5 a month. If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, truth bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all. This episode of the Movie Know-It-All podcast is brought to you by Holy Hosiery. Now available in new sizes, small, medium, large, and now wholly large. Holy Hosiery, snug enough for you and your savior. Here on the Know It All Network, we are your hosts. I'm Will. And I'm Bob. God damn, dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you like we have sponsor? <laughs> we have the weirdest sponsors, man. I know we have the best sponsors, man. <laughs> like I, 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 I used to think those sponsors were like. You think I, I like you know you hear the the manscaped one and I'm like this is a joke right and it's yeah. it's abs- it's absolutely not a joke and like we're not sponsored by manscaped but I highly recommend them this has nothing to do with anything that we're fucking doing right now I know this week ladies and gentlemen <laughs> we are going to do one of our one quite possibly one of the best horror slash action movies ever made in and uh two brendan fraser movies in a week i know uh, right doing so uh that brendan fraser kick bro man and i can tell you man i I can watch brendan fraser all day every day because he is one of my heroes one of my favorite actors and one hell of a good guy i'm told so yeah yeah so yeah top guy top guy Top guy, top guy. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this week we are doing The Mummy, the 1999 uh, horror remake. Yes, it's a remake, and it's a good one, and I am glad this remake exists. I am so... too, man. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's a really good... It, it came in that... there, There's... And I'm, I'm ready for a resurgence. I really am. Every mm-hmm. few years, we get really, really into the swashbuckle shit. Yeah, like, and this is a swashbuckle movie. Like, it it, it feels very like, Indiana very, Jones, very Indiana Jones, yeah. dude. Like, I I've told people before, like, if you replaced Rick O'Connell with Indiana Jones and called this movie Indiana Jones and the Mummy's Curse, you'd love it. <laughs> like, you'd say it's one of the best Indiana Jones movies ever. And I'm I'm kind of glad that um that this movie had nothing to do with George Lucas. Because yeah. because this movie was directed by I think Stephen Summers. Yes, Stephen Summers. Uh, who who would go on? He directed the sequel, and he also went on to direct uh, Van Helsing and uh, GI Joe: Rise of Cobra. Oh, but this was wow. at, at the height of his powers, and um, I am I am I remember watching this in theaters at the time with my girlfriend, and I got to tell you, man, it did me very well that night. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's a good it's a good day movie. Like it really is. Like the the mummy movies have always been fun. Uh, granted, I never saw the the one with Jet Li. Uh, uh yeah, you're not missing much. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard, and like yeah. I, at that point in time, it was just one of those. Like, do we really need another mummy movie? Like, I like part two, but we didn't need part two. Mm-hmm. Like, we uh, never I, needed it. I think the problem with with the that the mummy and the uh, the tomb of the dragon emperor or something like that. I think that's mm-hmm. what it was called. Yeah. Um, I think the problem with that, and I think my problem with it was, I wasn't ready to see Brendan Fraser as an old man dad. You know. Yeah. Because yeah. in that movie, his son was al- already full grown. And they replaced Rachel Weiss with um with another actress. So I forget what her name is. Uh, but yeah, th- is that Arnold Vosloo like even in it? No, Arnold Vosloo has is is nowhere near that movie. I don't care. Uh, and it takes place in China <laughs> and all that. Um, like then I don't I don't I don't know why you call it the Mummy then. Which no, <laughs> because because uh, uh Chinese emperors had like you know that that whole story about the Chinese emperor who had a thousand uh soldiers made out of clay and put in his tomb oh, when he okay. passed away yeah, yeah, yeah uh there's a great story behind that and i think they tried to touch on that and unfortunately it didn't come across as good as the egyptian mummies you know right on okay but, well, i feel that but you know that's what everybody thinks of when they think of mummies you know uh right i mean right. egyptians weren't the only one to mummify their dead but they are the most famous right so, right so this they had the space, biggest coffins. <laughs> they had the biggest, the best coffins, the best pyramids. So the nice uh, coffins, they're huge. Huge. So uh, this was, I would say, uh, loosely based on the uh, 19, what was it, 1938 original? 1938, yeah. Um, which in itself was, a, was I, I'm, not, I'm not really of an, an old school movie, movie uh, uh, fan. Mm-hmm. But I love those old school horror movies, and and the, oh, the, universe, was the Universal films are classics, man. Yeah, and they are classics for a reason because you mm-hmm. cannot beat or touch or even come close to the atmosphere that those movies create. Like right. the the music, the 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 acting, the just just the way that those movies were made. Um, they were never done again, and I think that this movie did a good job. And was was well, you know, did itself a very big favor of not trying to emulate the feel and just turned it into an old school like swashbuckling, like you said, swashbuckling action movie. Yeah, which which is kind of what the only thing you really could do with it when this movie came out. Yeah, like there wasn't a whole lot that you could do with it, and the, and everybody was kind of trying to capitalize on like I think this came out either right after or right before the Mask of Zorro. Uh, this came out in 1999. The Mask of Zorro came out in 1997. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So this was right afterwards then. I was like, yeah. I know they came out right around the same time. But, like, well, one inf- one definitely influenced the other. And, like, I guess Zorro, like, Zorro is a fun movie. Both of them are fun. Yeah. The second one is a little dumb, but same thing with The Mummy. Like, <laughs> the, yeah. but the, the first one in itself is is a fun swashbuckle. Like, well, when I, you watch when you watch the uh, uh, like this movie, and you watch the movies at the time, especially mm-hmm. the big budget summer fests, yeah. this was at the time when like all the big budget movies were just like smothered in CGI. Yeah, like, everything oh was a God, CGI dude. fest. <laughs> yeah, especially the horror movies. Like if you ever watched The Haunting, uh, uh, you ever watch uh, 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 Hell House? I have. I have. The haunted, it's the haunted. The haunted. 
and the haunt, haunting of Hill House. That those are like the two movies. No, the ha- House on Haunted Hill. You mean House on Haunted Hill? There you go. That's yeah, yeah the, the that's remake. A, I, yeah. You know what's really funny? I like that movie. Yeah, I like I, the remake I, of House on Haunted Hill. Like I thought it was fun. I don't. Yon, I don't. Yon DeBont directed uh, the Haunted with Liam Neeson, Christ. and uh, good God, that movie was bad, and it was just smothered in in. And CGI, and I and I think that was to its disadvantage. But this movie I, does it right. I know? had I remember watching uh, the haunting in theaters with my mom. Like we were both really excited to see it, and it was one of those. I was young young enough when it came out that when I left it, I remember not hating it, but being really confused. Mm-hmm. Like by like that wasn't good, right? Like because <laughs> I was like twelve, I was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah. I'm like that wasn't good. Like, I'm pretty sure that wasn't good. And then I remember telling one of my English teachers about it. And she let me borrow um, The Haunting on VHS, the original one, the black and white one. Oh, no. Is that the and one went, with Vincent? No, the one with Vincent Price is The House on Haunted Hill. House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, yeah. No, this, this one was The Haunting. And, like, yeah. it's essentially the same story, but it's 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 very much the movie really plays on is is this house really haunted or is she crazy? That's what I love about the original, and that's and that's why the the remake upset me so much. Yeah, is is like that it's, it's so blatant? It's so blatant, and 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 it's what bad. the original <laughs> did, the original did what made it so much scarier. That's what's so yeah. great about those old school horror movies is that they really dug into psychological horror in those kinds. Yeah, you know? it's it, it's really I was like, man, this is a fucking freaky ass movie. <laughs> like when I was, yeah. and I, that that movie made me hate mm. the haunting. And <laughs> yeah. Like, and this came at the time also where everybody was getting their greedy little hands on their on the old you know universal remakes universal was like getting a big resurgence you'd find universal movies in like your walmarts and targets again yeah so like they were trying really trying everything they could have and like i like how universal has tried to create the dark universe and they failed over and over and over again and the really funny thing is is it should have started Right here with this fucking stupid movie. <laughs> it should have started with the Brendan with the mummy. Fraser mummy movie. Yeah. And like, bro, Arnold Vosloo is an awesome bad guy. Like, and like, really think about this because he went on to do Van Helsing, which is still part of the, that universe. So imagine Rick O'Connell and Van Helsing teaming up together. Like, oh, Brent, Brent, Brendan Fraser and Hugh Jackman. <laughs> like, you could, you pulled that off in 2001, 2002. Like, are you kidding me? I, I mean, I I would love to see that, and oh god, and and it and it it made me mad when I I because I had just seen uh, like X Men and, and Hugh Jackman was coming into his own, and and then like the next movie he had, he gets cast in is Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. Now the only the only uh, thing I knew about Van Helsing was uh, from from uh, Dracula. Mm-hmm. And from the old school Dracula, the the uh, Abraham Van Helsing, mm-hmm. and then from the anime Van Helsing or Helsing, just Helsing. Helsing. Yeah. Um, and that's all I knew. So I forgot when, that I've seen that. Yeah, right. So did I until I saw. Oh, they they made a movie about that. Mm, nice. But then, <laughs> but then I saw the movie. I'm like, wait, 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 why is his name Gabriel Van Helsing? And you know, they they wanted to to make a an old school. A return to the old school horror, and then I saw the movie. I'm like, dude, this is like all CGI, and and it's gross, <laughs> and it's ugly, and it's not funny, it's not exciting. Like, there's nothing good about it. And and I remember walking out of the theater, like, for the first time ever, wanting my money back. 
Oh man. <laughs> you know, like... it was it was so bad. And and I was excited also because like I said, it was directed by Steven Summers who directed this movie. I mm. love this movie and I watch it all the time. Yeah. And then he went on to direct those, those like the Mummy Returns I thought was a piece of trash and this one It, it is. You but... know. But this movie, I, I will, I will always have an admiration for Stephen Summers for this movie because I think this was uh, at the peak of his power, the peak of his directing power, yeah. and everything came together uh, under the full moon and just the, the perfection that is the Mummy. So uh, it's a lightning in a bottle film. It really but, is because yeah. this could have really tilted the other way very easily. Yeah, like so, you could uh, really fuck this up very quickly. And and it all go it all boils down to the cast. Uh, Brendan Fraser as Rick O'Connell, man, mm. this guy is a freaking man. god, dude. Okay, he had just finished. Uh, he went from from Airheads to uh, Encino Man, you know, playing those those uh, those stoner types, mm -hmm. and then he went on to like bulk up and get like the 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 physique, like a godlike physique, to play George of the Jungle, and and you know. Um, Dudley do right, yeah, and dude. The, I I remember there was rumors of him like go, like get it. They were gearing up to do uh, Superman with him. Um, like there had been rumors for a while that he was going to be Superman. You think so? you think he could have done a good Superman? Because I think he's too like I, I don't I don't I don't see him as a commanding presence. You know, I I, I think of him as like the older brother. You know. Like you I know, disagree. Hang I think, out with him, type. You know, I think he could have a very like good commanding presence. Like I, I've always thought he was a really good leading man. Like he holds his own. Like oh, he it, most definitely does. Like you put him in there with heavy hitters, and he holds his own. And every like time. every single time. So like I think personally, I think he would have been like I think he's a fantastic leading man. And like I think we're only gonna now get to really see like peak Brendan Fraser. Like mm -hmm. he's do he's his comeback is imminent. Like, well, he's he's playing uh, the main villain in Batgirl. Yeah, That's yeah. He's, next thing. He's, he's playing he's Firefly. Firefly. Yeah, yeah, he's Firefly in, in the new Batgirl movie, which mm -hmm. is also going to have Michael Keaton as Batman again. Oh, and yeah. I, Did you very, see those very, pictures? Hell, yes. I saw them. <laughs> I'm very excited about it. Like, it's so funny to me how we've come full circle with that because, like, he's older now than Adam West was when the 89 Batman came out. Yeah. And Adam West wanted to play Batman again. He really wanted a chance to do a grittier, darker Batman. Yeah. Like he wanted it to like go out that way. And it was just like one of those, like absolutely not sort of things. Yeah. And like now Michael Keaton gets to do that again. And that's, <laughs> I, I think that's really exciting and that's fun. Yeah. But like, yeah, dude, like Brendan Fraser has, I, I, I think, I don't, I, who could have done as well as him at this point in time? Like in 1998, like. There is, there is nobody. And, and and I think that this entire movie works because Brendan Fraser works. Right? Like that's the what entire it feels movie like to me. because because in this movie, let's face it, the Americans are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Americans are the are are the assholes. They're they're the they're Boy, the that... typical stereotypical uh, Americans. But Brendan Fraser, God love him, is is just like. That, the most that, lovable, likable scoundrel. That is, <laughs> you know? a, that is a globally wasted phrase. The Americans are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> kind of goes without saying, doesn't it? But <laughs> and, and we as Americans believe that as well. We're yeah. right there with you guys. Like we but will. We're, but we're free to do that. <laughs> yeah. We can say that. Because that's our word. We can say that. <laughs> that's our word. <laughs> 
Oh, God, we're insensitive. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> so Brendan Fraser and and uh, one of uh, uh, Stephen Summers' uh, favorite actors and best friends, Kevin O'Connor as as Ben, as Benny. <laughs> oh, man. And, like, Kevin O'Connor as Benny, like, what a fantastic little foil he is, isn't he? Yeah. Like, he he's knows such exactly a smarmy... He's such a smarmy little shit. Like he could yeah. have easily been replaced with Gilbert Gottfried. And he could have imagine or, Gilbert Gottfried or, in that uh, role. Gilbert Gottfried or or uh, who was who was being cast as a sidekick in every nineties movie, Rob Schneider. Oh, see, Rob Schneider would have been like a smarmy yeah. little Benny too. I guarantee you that the studio was like, "Come on, cast Rob Schneider, put Rob Schneider in the movie." And and surprised. Steven Summers was like, "No, I got this other guy in mind." <laughs> no, if you ca- if you cast Rob Schneider, it would be in a racially insensitive role. But yeah. like, oh, he like, would have been canceled, man, because that's what everybody <laughs> does, right? <laughs> I guess. Anyway, don't blame cancel culture because you can't do comedy anymore, dude. <laughs> right? Maybe you're just not funny. Yeah, <laughs> take that into consideration. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Andrew Dice Clay was insensitive as fuck, but he was funny. <laughs> he was funny though. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's a reason he can still do he can still do tours. Like, he's he's still pretty insensitive, but yeah, I don't know. People find him funny. Anyway, like, yeah, dude. Like, you could have really easily replaced like him with like somebody smarmy like that. But like I, I he has such fun lines. Like I'm watching the movie right now. Like I say, I always mm. watch the movie while we're doing the thing. Mm. And it's the Hey O'Connell looks like I've got all the horses. And he <laughs> looks like you're on the wrong side of the river. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I have kids. You don't have any kids, Benny. I might have someday. <laughs> I might someday. <laughs> That's great. He's such uh, a, just dick, dude. He's really funny. Okay, now uh the gorgeous, beautiful, always perfect Rachel Weiss. The the lowest lane to O'Connell Superman. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because I uh watching watching this movie, um, like she is insanely gorgeous. Like just Oh god, yeah, dude. She's like beautiful. it's it's not fair how unbelievably gorgeous she is, right? Mm-hmm. She has the comedic chops of an old school vaudeville professional, bro. Right? I was like, she has some Saturday Night Live chops, dude. Yeah, like she would have. I think she would have been really fucking good in Saturday Night Live. Yeah, like, like this. If- this chick is like a classically trained, you know, a uh, British, uh, European actress, and man. Like, like she, she, like nowadays, she only does like Oscar roles and you know, like yeah. high, high prestige pictures, you know. Yeah, yeah. But looking, she's back, earned it. She's earned it. Yeah, but like looking back, like her career is filled with those, like you know, period piece, uh, you know, make you think in your head kind of movies. Yeah. And then she did this movie and just knocks it out of the park, dude. She's so fucking funny in it too, like. Like one of my my the things I really like about her is she has really really fun facial expressions. Yeah, and like they they can be really subtle sometimes. And like one of my favorite scenes that I remember like just finding really funny in it is where she tells him like where he's like we're gonna we're we're gonna find you we're gonna save you and she goes you better because if he turns me into a mummy, you're the first person I'm going after. Like oh. that part always made me laugh. Like. Just real like, bro, I'm going so that you guys don't get killed. But like, 
I swear to Christ, if you don't fucking save me, like I'm gonna <laughs> kill you for it. Like, well, you know why she said that? Why? Oh, you never caught that? No. That that when when they get turned, the the first the first person they go after is their true love. Oh, that's why she said that. Okay. Oh no, I never caught that. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Subtlety in a mummy movie. I missed. Yeah, it. like that's that's her telling him that she loves him. See, that's what happens when you guys don't dig deep into these movies. They don't. They may not seem very deep, but there's stuff under the yeah. surface, and that is clever. Yeah, there you go. You learn like, something new. Like I had what, what, what else do you get for for only three dollars a month, huh? Right. <laughs> get our Patreon, guys. We're amazing. We're awesome. So yeah, man, Rachel Weiss, dude. Oh, she she's like even even in her uh, because she, they they do the whole uh, uh, she's all that glamour up kind of thing where. You know, just because she has her hair up and 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 is wearing glasses, she's supposed to be like this unattractive nerd. Yeah, and then, I was and like, then, I don't like, know, if I, I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> and then like he, O'Connell doesn't look at her until until they glamorize her up when when they get to Egypt. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, okay, you're just noticing yeah. how pretty she is. Like, sure, but yeah, sure, all yeah. right. Like, I, then, I'm I'm sure she just noticed how pretty you were after you cut your hair. Yeah, yeah. I believe that scene too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then uh, uh, the guy playing her brother, who is equally as awesome, John Hanna. John Hanna uh, is so fucking funny in this movie. So like, this guy, this guy is a comedian, like straight up. Like he's yeah. He's a, but again, he only does like straight uh, drama roles. Like, and he is an amazing. Like, see, that's why I think uh, comedy is is harder to do than drama than anything else. Because yeah. some of the best actors out there are really, really good at comedy. Yeah. You know? And it's really hard to do comedy because comedy, just like horror, is very subjective, you know? Yeah. So, so it's very. really hard to do. So when you do it right, it's 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 awesome, you know? I have seen some things recently that they, they've told me they're comedy and, like, that's subjective. Like, I didn't <laughs> laugh, so, like, I don't see how it could have been. <laughs> I did it. I ain't laughing, but I get it. <laughs> it ain't making me laugh, but I get it. <laughs> oh man. So um yeah, man, the mummy. Emotep. Played Emotep. by Arnold Voslu. Arnold Darkman 3 Voslu. So <laughs> if I ever get a chance to meet Arnold Voslu, first of all, I'm gonna shake his hand because he has played the villain or like he is like like low-key come villains. out. He has low key come out in almost every single movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> right? It's re yeah. it's really weird if you go back and you look at all the shit you watched as a child. Like, boy, yeah. Arnold Vosloo was in a lot of it, dude. Like, and 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 like he first caught my attention in this movie, but then again, I look back at all the movies I watched growing up, and I'm like, this guy was in like every movie I ever watched ever. <laughs> He's in like no joke. I I'm jo I I am joking around, but I'm not. Like one of my all time favorite, like I love all three of these movies, but mm -hmm. I love all the Darkman movies, like yeah. Sam Raimi's Darkman movie. Mm -hmm. Like I love all three of them, and Arnold, like they couldn't get Liam Neeson for the third one, so mm -hmm. like they couldn't get it for the second one. But in the third one, it's Arnold Vosloo, uh -huh. and like I've I adored him in that movie. He was actually the good guy, which is weird, but like <laughs> yeah. Well, he I've, was I've, he was Dark Man in, in part two and three. That's right. He was Dark Man yeah. in two. But yeah. like like I like three because that's the return of Durant. Uh, and like I fucking love me some Larry Drake. 
like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Giggles, dude. I love I love Larry Drake. I adore him and shit. I always but, I, I always thought that Larry Drake would make an awesome Dr. Octopus. He would have been. He would have been yep. an amazing Dr. Octopus. Yeah. He looked just like the the comic and the cartoon version of him. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like man. he would have yep. and like he had such a villainous voice. <laughs> yeah. He would have been an awesome, awesome Dr. Octopus. But like yeah, dude, like I've I've really like I've been an Arnold Vosloo dude ever since the Darkman movies. So like it was really cool to see him in the mummy. Like when the yeah. mummy came out, I, even at like twelve or thirteen, I knew who Arnold Vosloo was. Yeah. So I was like, it's neat to see him in a big time like summer blockbuster, like <laughs> so yeah, it, I thought it, that movie it, was gonna be huge. They never shut the fuck up about it on TV. And if I ever get to meet him, I'll, I'll like the one of the first questions I'll ask is uh hey uh Mr. Vosloo, where the hell are you from? <laughs> because the this guy, side. <laughs> the upper best side. Because this guy, like, he has got one of those faces that he could play any race. Yeah, you know. And I and I did some digging, and he's he's actually uh, born and raised in uh, uh, South Africa, so ah. he's got that South African accent. Yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, he's like, apparently, he's uh, Dutch, Swiss, German, Danish, and French. So he's got like all that dark skin stuff, you know. That's like why he's, he's, that's why he was a henchman for so many international villains. Like. Exactly, and why he was a perfect mummy because I don't know if if uh, uh, people out there know, but we have no idea what a- ancient Egyptians look like. Yeah, we have no idea. We have really, what race no clue they what they look like. We have yeah, no clue if they're dark skin or they're light skin. We have no idea. So th- to cast somebody like Arnold Vosloo when they could have cast. Uh, when when history, uh, film history shows us that they cast the 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 uh, the first old British guy that they could find, white crusty British guy that they can find as any mummy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm glad. And Arnold Vosloo, dude, he's got the look. Like he's not scary per se. He's just, um, what's the word? Like he looks into your soul when he stares he's very, at you. He's very intimidating. He had he has a very good like villain face. Like he could have been very he could have been Lex Luthor in, in another world. Oh, like, he would have been an amazing Lex Luthor, dude. Right? It's the like, bald head. It's the bald head. It's the bald he's, head. <laughs> yeah. well, like you buy him as he's got a good voice to be Lex Luthor too. Uh-huh. Like when he actually speaks English, he's very like, damn dude, like you sound intimidating as fuck. Like he's an intimidating sounding dude. dude. Yeah, you know who's got you know who's got a great voice, hmm. Oded Fair, who plays uh, uh, Arga. Oh, uh, Arga, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this guy, this guy is is uh, uh, man. He could be on the cover of every single fashion magazine out there, man. Like, oh yeah, this guy's Israeli. Uh, he's he's a uh, um, a fashion model turned actor. Yeah, and a good and, actor too. And a phenomenal actor. Like, I've seen him in a lot of things. And I got to tell you, dude, he is one of the funniest things in Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo. He, no, he is the funniest thing in that movie. Like, I will always defend that movie because it's so stupid. It actually makes me laugh. I, that, dude, that's one of the few uh, 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 Rob Schneider movies that actually makes me laugh. Okay. So here's a fun fact about me uh, mm-hmm. I actually really do like that movie too, but like, <laughs> part two is my guilty pleasure. Oh, God, I cannot stand part two, dude. I can't I, watch it, dude. I can't. European gigolo appeals to the six-year-old in me, and I don't know why. It just like, is, it makes me laugh. Like, I don't. Is, 
It's not funny. It just it makes me laugh. Like there is one scene in that movie that makes me laugh, and that's where he throws a little person out the window into the water. <laughs> the little splash. Yeah. No, dude, I like that. I like that the Eddie Griffin has a male prostitute, little Chinese dude named Little Kim. <laughs> and like when he tells him, like, who got your ass out of quarantine when you had SARS? Like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like oh, man. Like, I laugh so fucking hard at how yeah. stupid that movie... I hate that it makes me laugh, dude. Like, I really do. Like, it's so bad. It's so bad, but... It, but it anyway. appeals to my lowest common denominator. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... I but, don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, like, th- this cast is just all power, dude. All power, man. Yeah, it really is a good ensemble cast, man. Everybody's, mm-hmm. like, so good at it. Like, in, in their roles, too, man. Like, like, uh, uh, like, even, like, the minor roles... Like are really really good. Like Jonathan the, Hyde, as a as a Doctor Chamberlain. Yeah, like just small stuff like that. Like, why would you get Jonathan Hyde for that, right? Like, <laughs> like he's so smug, dude. Like, what he? They're being led by a woman. What would a woman know? Right. <laughs> like, like you suck the Titanic, asshole. He's real Kurt Fuller in his ugliness, but like. Yeah, just like he just creeps me out. But like, I, I, I don't know, man. Everybody's just like so good in this, man. All the small roles, everybody's so funny, and like, there's such good comedic timing in this, and it doesn't overpower the action, which I think is is like that's what you want in a blockbuster, don't you? Yeah, like you want to laugh, you want to be entertained, and and this movie really does do like the perfect combination of everything. Mm-hmm. And how funny is it that like the only comedian, like the only actual comedian in the main cast, is uh, uh, the guy who plays a jailer, uh, Omid the Jolly, the Jalili. This guy, if you've ever seen this guy's stand-up comedy, <laughs> he is he is one of the funniest comedians that you'll ever see. But he yeah. always plays a stereotypical Iranian or Middle Eastern guy. Yeah, you know? yeah. But he is legit funny, dude. Like and and I mean he came out in this movie and then he came out in Gladiator he came out in a bunch of a uh, uh, bunch of uh, uh, European TV shows and stuff, but man he is so funny in this in in this movie you know, but it, 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 I, even like when he dies like <laughs> he just runs headfirst into a wall like so I got a, I got an assignment for uh, for all the know it all listeners um, go to that scene. Where uh, he's in the cave getting the uh, the jewels, and then that little bug goes up his leg, the scarab, and up his pant. The scarab goes up his leg. There is a part. Uh, you could tell me whether I'm right or wrong, but uh, he's wearing very loose clothes. Yeah. And if you look closely, you can see his dingling. <laughs> I'm literally watching that Prove scene right wrong. now. Prove like the, like the scarab just went yeah. into his boot. Yeah, you like, can see his dingling. He's wearing very loose clothes. All right, let's see, man. Let's, yeah. see, if, let's see if he hangs brain, bro. <laughs> it's very quick, though. It's very quick. But anyway, yeah, man. Um, and, and what I like about this movie is that there's a lot of setup, okay? Mm. Oh, yeah. They don't, they don't really go into the, into, the, uh, uh, into the mummy right away, you know? There's yeah, a lot of setup. There's like, a lot of action. It, 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 it takes its time really getting to the actual mummy. But it's not boring. No, and it's... that's the exciting part. That's that's why I feel like it feels like an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Like, it really sets up the story. Like, Indiana Jones has sequels, but they all sort of feel like they're individual stories. Yeah. 
you know, I'll give them that. Some of them are better than others, but like, mm, yeah. And and uh, I I got some I got some really really good stories regarding the uh, the the um the Indiana Jones, which we'll get to in a future episode, uh, mm-hmm. which you guys can check out later. But um, this movie does does uh get a lot of its ideas and everything from there. There's no way that that whoever wrote this movie didn't watch any of the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Like like I've said, it it really does feel like they wrote an Indiana Jones movie and just like didn't sell it to Indiana Jones. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, we'll call, we'll just call it the mummy. Then we'll yeah. sell it to universal. That's so funny, man. Like, cause but... you really can replace like Rick O'Connell with, with Indiana Jones. You really could. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching the scene where, where they're in the boat and uh, um, the, they're, they're being attacked by those guys. Mm-hmm. And man, like the, the, the action is great. Uh, Brendan Fraser is just so cool. Like the 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 part where where she tries to go back for the map and he grabs her. And he's like, "Don't worry, it's all up in here." Like, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, dude! Like he's so. I wish I was that cool. I right. wish I was that cool, dude. Brendan Fraser has a very like. There there are some dudes who have a real like natural cool to them that kind of immortalizes them in film. Like uh, Kurt Russell is immortal, like in his and how cool he is. Like Snake Plissken, Jack Burton. Like yeah. two wildly different characters equally as cool. Mm-hmm. Like same thing like Bruce Campbell. Like Bruce Campbell will always be cool because he was Ash. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like he's forever cool. Brendan Fraser is forever cool. Like especially because of Rick O'Connell. Yeah. Like getting to be Rick O'Connell. He's so few dudes get to be um, like I dare say Batman in their coolness. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like they're just too cool. Like of course, of course they survived. You know yeah. what I mean? Speaking of which, we're actually recording this today on February 19th, and in fictional history, it's Batman's birthday. Is it? It is, yeah. It, it is Batman Day, and I didn't know about it? What the hell? It's usually all over Facebook. Yeah, like in, com- in comic book lore, February 19th is, is oh. Batman's birthday. Wild, so, uh, eh? So happy birthday, Bruce Wayne, or Batman. Right, happy and birthday, then Batman. other fun fact, the kid who played Bruce Wayne in Gotham is the only person to ever portray Bruce Wayne uh, to share the same birthday as him. Ah. So it's it's David Mazal's birthday today too. Whatever happened to him? Is he doing anything? No, I actually like looked up like what he's been doing lately, and the last thing that I read he did was like voiceover work for something. Uh. Like some people, because he was really good in Gotham. Yeah, he's he played great. a really good Bruce Wayne. I would love yes, to have seen him like actually grow up and become Batman, but you know. Yeah, which would have been really awesome. And you know what I really liked about that series? It ended the only way that like I was like, there's only one way this this like series can end. Yeah. And it and it does it. It literally gives you the ending that like you yeah. that everybody wants. You know what I mean? You just want Batman for like one moment in time and you get it. And it's good. Yeah. But like yeah, fun <laughs> fun fact to learn on the on the Know It All podcast. We also know our comic books, guys. Yeah, yeah we do, we do. Well, at least one of us does. <laughs> the I, other one just I, learns it. To I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I know comic books, or I just know entirely too much about Batman. <laughs> like, well, Batman is the greatest hero out there, man. <laughs> really is. I'm, I'm way too bat crazy, but like, yeah, like. You you get those guys who are like, of course he survives. It's Rick O'Connell. You know what I mean? Of course he survived. It's Nick Pliskin. Of course he survived. It's Ash Williams. You know, mm-hmm. like there 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 is a very coolness to the Rick O'Connell character. Yeah, and and and, and he he 
he uh he shows in some scenes like he's he's like really cool and like you know nothing seems to scare him but like there are parts where i mean he's a he's a he gets scared <laughs> and you know he's like nope nope you know yeah but, like I, I do like that he knows when to cut and run exactly exactly like, and, and, and it humanizes him it, it that's where like the the best heroes are the ones that you can relate to yeah, and like it humanizes the shit out of him when he sees something and he's like, "Yeah, sure, <laughs> I'm gonna stick around so. for that." Like, <laughs> yeah, have a nice day, guys. Uh-huh. Like, but, I, but I, I, I would, I would love to have him at the front of my line any day, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh-huh. Like, and that, and that's the thing that's really cool about him. Like, it's like mummies. Sure, I'm out of here, and he <laughs> fails. But then, like, you know, they get they they get Evie and shit, and he's like, "Fine, I'll go fight the mummies." <laughs> like, there's just a coolness about that, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I I appreciate the humanizing of him because they really could have made him like, like Ash, and just like I don't care, I'll fight undead demons, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, they just could have made him like way too cool, mm-hmm. and like you walk a really fine line with that because like you can't do that with everybody. You mm-hmm. can't just make an Ash character. You know what I mean? You no. just, you can't just make that's a, all on the actor, dude. Yeah, the actor, and yeah. like there, there's something so fun about the way Brendan Fraser has this like, nope, like, <laughs> yeah. going on like I'm not gonna do. Are you kidding? I'm not gonna do that. Like he'll run away from a mummy, but he'll he'll fly into a desert storm that has a face. Yeah, like <laughs> to save the woman he loves. Yeah, and that woman is Rachel Weisz. You know, of course, <laughs> right? I'm a, I, I might fight a sand demon too. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like it, it, it's it's just such a such a fun dichotomy that they use with him, mm-hmm. and it, it it does humanize the character quite a bit. Because like I'm saying, like you you walk a real fine line when you try to Bruce Campbell somebody, when you try to Ash Williams the character. Yeah, and like they don't do that with this character. They they have fun with him. Like he has his flaws. He he cuts and runs. Like <laughs> he will duck out on your ass. <laughs> Yeah. Like and I like that, you know what I mean? Like it's a it's just a blast. It's fun. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, what we're gonna do real quick is we're gonna take a real quick break, uh, rejuvenate our batteries, and uh read from the book of the dead. What do you say? Sound good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that being said, let's go ahead and take a real quick break here on the movie know it all podcast. Hey, know it all net here. Thanks for tuning into the movie know it all podcast, part of the know it all network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes, feature-length movie commentaries, and more. All for as little as $5 a month. If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, truth bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you literally can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all. Yes, on the Know It All Network. We'll be right back. That's called stealing, you know. According to you and my brother, it's called borrowing. 
thought the Book of Amun Ra was made out of gold. It is made out of gold. This isn't the Book of Amun Ra. This is something else. I think this may be the Book of the Dead. The Book of the Dead? Are you sure you want to be playing around with this thing? It's just a book. No harm ever came from reading a book. That happens a lot around here. What's it say? Amunra. Amunde. It speaks of the night and of the day. No! You must not read from the book! Evil lurks. Like evil lurks. Like what harm could what harm ever came from reading a book laughs in evil dead? <laughs> like, you know what I'm the end of the world, that's what. They just don't read from like, I draw the line. Don't read the fucking Latin. But like Yeah. But man, okay, so this is the beginning at, at this point in the movie where they where they read from the book and the mummy wakes up, like this is where I'm not gonna say it picks up, but this is where it like it no longer slows down. Yeah, exactly. It's nonstop from this point. And man, there is an hour left in this movie. This yeah, is at the, it's all exactly the midway point. And do you know how hard it is to keep up the action in a movie like this? It's ridiculous. Uh, action movies it, have got to be the worst thing in the world to direct. Oh, man. I can't like, even imagine. I, I can't even begin to imagine how difficult an action movie, any action movie, yeah. has to yeah. be to film. Like, you've got to film so many different shots from so many different angles and like you spend entire days like literally days for three second shots like mm-hmm. I, I, I can't even begin to imagine what a nightmare it is to shoot action movies and then you're shooting against stuff that's not even there that's the thing like you need to make sure that that the camera setup the lighting everything is done in a way that uh that the special effects people can actually come in and do their their job Right. right. So that's that's another skill that that needs to be utilized when you're making these movies, man. Yeah. You know, but like, that's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like... speaking of, but speaking of special effects, man, um, they for the first part of, of, of uh, the, the life of the mummy in this movie, when, when he first wakes up up until the point where he gets like uh, the, the skin back on his back. his yeah. face and stuff. He's a purely CG character. Right, and this was made at a time when the only CG character, a uh, fully CG character that was out there, was like Jar Jar Binks. You know, yeah, yeah. It they hadn't really perfected uh, uh, photorealistic CGI yet. Yeah, oh but man, with, boy, did which they is, not. <laughs> which which is why I think it helps with this because th- this is a uh, a corpse that they're reanimating, so it doesn't really have to look. Uh, that photorealistic, but I gotta tell you, man, for 1999, this doesn't look half half bad. It's, it's not that bad. Yeah, like I don't understand how the CGI got worse in the second movie. Right? Like it's it's weird. I don't I don't understand how <laughs> how they go backwards. It's the same thing with like Terminator. Like every time I watch Terminator Three, I'm like, how did you go backwards? <laughs> like with the CGI, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, 
everything think, has gone so backwards with it. Because I think I think that as as time progresses and as people become more and more uh, adept, or CGI becomes easier to just use, uh, they rely more on it. Like back then, uh, when we're talking about like Terminator Two and Jurassic Park and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, these movies couldn't rely on CGI. You know, you have yeah. to they they have to use it sparsely. You know. And then when you get to to these later movies, they're like, oh, well, we can do this, all this CGI. Let's just do it all CGI, you know? Yeah. And 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 like with this movie, um, they like in, in the original uh, 1930s one, it was very like the, the mummy was wrapped in its wrappings, right? Like that's yeah. that's how the mummy was. And let's be honest, it's not that scary, you know, especially nowadays when when pop culture uh, makes fun of mummies. In that yeah, way, you know, yeah, like it's very much a comedic, comedic thing. But the way they designed this mummy as an actual walking corpse, yeah, you know, uh, a thousand year old walking corpse, um, it's very, very effective mm-hmm. in, 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 uh, you know, it being scary and everything. And then with the addition of the scare beetles, uh, where mm-hmm. everybody's scared of bugs, dude, and then just to see oh, them, yeah. just to see them swarm over somebody and eat them. Like that, yeah. Like it, they, they, they dig into your skin and eat you from yeah. the inside out. Like that's fucked oh, up. That's a so nightmare. Crazy. Yeah. Like that's a that's a real nightmare. And I think the thing that kind of like, and and it's true, we relied way too much on CGI. And like there was a lot of it going on in this movie where we just relied entirely on it. Yeah. And like, see, like with the mummy, like Arnold Vosloo is no stranger to makeup. Like, mm. and even the point where they open the coffin, they're like, he's still juicy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could have just put him in a shit ton of makeup. Yeah. Like you could have put him under a shit ton of makeup and it would have been like just as effective. I think it would have been even more effective. Mm-hmm. Like the the CGI mummy doesn't move. It looks good. Like yeah. I'm looking at it right now and it looks really really good. The problem is it do- it moves like it's animated. It moves like a CGI Yeah, uh, it moves yeah, like a CGI animated character yeah. animated thing would move. Yeah. And, like, it takes away from it. And, like, it gives it sort of, um, at least for me anyway, a Roger Rabbit feel. <laughs> Where, like, it's just, yeah. this is just a little silly. Yeah. Like, this is obviously a human being interacting with a cartoon. Mm-hmm. And, like, it feels a little obvious in that. And I think that, like, but then again, like, who knows? Because if you'd have put him under makeup and you'd gotten somebody like Greg Nicotero or, or like, Tom Savini or Robert Stan Kirkman, Winston. Stan Winston or Carl Beekler, like somebody mm-hmm. like that, like especially Carl Beekler, yeah, to like do like the kind of that kind of makeup. This that scene, these scenes with him would have actually been scary. Mm-hmm. Like it would have come off as much more frightening, I think, if you'd have gotten a makeup artist to like make him look like a zombie. And like they're not, they're like that shit isn't new, man. Like fuck The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. <laughs> like they've been doing that for years, dude. Like zombie yeah. makeup is like. That's like fucking like makeup 101. Can you make a zombie? Mm-hmm. Like if you can't make a zombie, then you probably can't make something like Pumpkinhead. You know what I oh, mean? Oh man, Pumpkinhead. That's that. That's one of the few movies that really truly scared me as a child. Oh, it's frightening. Uh, Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead like, is still really terrifying. Because it's 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 in, like you know me, dude. Like what scares me is big, huge creatures. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like seeing Pumpkinhead that ten foot tall, ah, creepy. Yeah, like but, it's it's but, it, it, the thing that's so frustrating about it is it's it's inhumanly tall, but it's yeah. like, 
like it's tall enough to seem like that's just a big fucking animal sort of thing. You, you know what? You know what also freaks me out, and and why I think that this uh, this mummy is more effective on me is because like exposed uh, innards freaks me mm-hmm. out. Yeah, uh, it's like, gross. The fact that this guy has half a head open and that you could see through him, like it, it kind yeah. of, it kind I, of. Freaks I was gonna me say, I, I do like that you can see shit on the other side of his head. Yeah, you could see through it, and you could see like whenever he moves, you could see all the inner inner stuff moving along with it. You know, yeah. like yes, it looks fake, but it's a very well done and detailed model. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're doing it, and then he holds up the 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 plastic thing or or the the uh, the glass thing, and it looks fake as all fuck, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? But yeah, it, it gets. We rely they, they they rely way too much on it in this movie, and and this is part of that trend in that time, yeah. where we just started relying more and more and more on it, and I mean like it's only really begun to start working. Uh, Disney, bro, it's always fucking yeah. Disney. Like, but, uh, but as we go along in the story, he starts rejuvenating himself, and then uh, Vazdu takes over, and man, like his performance is is. He's he's not like a cackling, you know, fist waving villain. Yeah. He's a re like he holds himself and he walks and he portrays himself as a regal, uh, high class individual that he is. You right. Know? Because he, 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 he sort was, of Imhotep he sort was, of treats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say like because Imhotep was part of the royal court. So he was high right. class, right? And right. and Vaslu, his performance, he carries himself that way, you yeah. know. And it's not a, it's not scary, but like he carries himself as an actual member of the royal court that that he was, right. you know. And like he, there's this real the way he treats them is very much like, like you're a footnote. Like I've got bigger fish to fry. I'll deal with yeah. you later. Sort the of the commoners, thing. yeah, yeah. Like they're they're not even really on his radar. Mm-hmm. Like they're just they're pestering him is what they're doing. <laughs> like you, he's Vigo. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you pesky kids, <laughs> right? Like you are like the buzzing of flies to him. It's true. Like oh, yeah. dude, give me a movie with Emotep and Vigo. Like, <laughs> like about the odd couple, man. Right. <laughs> Renting an apartment together in New York City. <laughs> and Janos is their neighbor. <laughs> yes, we're that old that I know that song. I'm that he, just old. Po- he just pops into the apartment like Kramer. Yeah. And um, if, if, anybody, if anybody out there is, uh, has any knowledge of uh, like Egyptian history and uh, the way the ancient Egyptians handled themselves and their customs and, and everything, I'd really like to know how close this movie gets to, uh, um, to reality. I mean, mm. I'm not expecting it to be documentary, you know, where it's, it's one well, yeah. what actually happens. But yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I, I, I've studied history. I've done history. Like, I, I uh, not so much ancient Egyptian history. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is that most of the stuff that they do say in this movie is somewhat true. Yeah. Uh, like, the whole, uh, uh, the way they mummified people. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like, the... Alive. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know about the curses, though, because I don't think the curses were as prominent 
as people say they are. Like I think yeah. it's it's like like one of those historical myths that they were all into the the, the curses and stuff. It might have just been a prayer that they don't rise. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's it. That like if they if they believed in like like the the you know the dead will rise sort of shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, they believed in the whole like eternal life and that you're you stay in your corporal body. Yeah. Until the afterlife and stuff that you could take everything with you, but yeah. one thing that they that they bring up in this movie that they kind of just abandon, mm-hmm. uh, like they bring it up the whole fact that he's scared of cats. Yeah, which, like... which doesn't make any sense because in actual Egyptian, the way the actual Egyptians are, mm-hmm. cats were reincarnations or like corporal forms of gods, yeah. so they they worship cats, but they didn't really fear them. Right, but but in this movie, they're like, yeah, they're the guardians of the underworld, so he's gonna fear him until he he fully, you know, fully forms, fully heals and shit. Yeah, so like they brought it up, and then like they scare him once or twice, and like that's it. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that it was just a MacGuffin to get him out of the room. It, it is. It's a it's a MacGuffin <laughs> to get him out of the room. Yeah, like they needed a silly reason to get him out, and like a uh, cat. Like, yeah, that'll work. Cat. <laughs> oh man in every horror movie dude it, that's not that's not the killer that's a cat <laughs> Goddamn cats oh man <laughs> i'm sorry like but I, like right when you were talking about it that scene like happened like where the cat like walked on the piano and he was like shit and just bailed <laughs> <laughs> i was just like that's so like I never really realized how fucking stupid that was. So there's a, there, so there's a scene where um where it's like dusk, and uh, he takes he takes the soul of, of the guy with the that he took the eyes from. Yeah, and he's wearing the 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 black cloak, mm-hmm. and he looks up and he releases the swarm of locusts or bees or whatever. Yeah, yeah, dude, that <laughs> is the coolest looking like that's the best look that he's had in any of the movies and any of this movie like yeah he should have stayed that way man he should have just stayed that way like dude that's why, he looks that's so you, like, cool and freaky man makeup would have worked man like makeup yeah. would have worked really like something really cool about it like that could have been like your big thing with the story is him trying to like find the bodies to like like feed himself like like gain his flesh again yeah and like you know, the whole story could have been them trying to stop him from doing that. But, but you know, they 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 wanted a body count. They needed a body count. They needed to earn that PG thirteen rating. They need to earn that PG thirteen <laughs> rating. I guess you gotta work yeah. hard for it, guys. <laughs> yeah, and like one of the coolest death scenes is when uh, when he breaks into the room and like it's just the sand and like you see the guy getting sucked out, sucked dry in the shadow. Yeah, that's <laughs> like I I like really good stuff like that. Like cool little like shadow shots and shit like that it's also a really good way of just like like avoiding makeup avoiding like animation altogether just cgi that makeup and then his he just he just looks up and you see the beetle go from his neck to his mouth and he just like bites into it crunches it (laughs) i remember being in the theater watching that in the 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 crowd laid out a collective Because you yeah. see those things, man. You see those things crawling around, dude. And oh my god, dude! Like they're all crunchy and shiny, and ugh, people gross. are just naturally weirded out and grossed out by bugs. Like, and it, and it's funny because bugs are like ten times more nutritious than any beef you'll ever have. 
<laughs> yeah, which is really sad to think about, isn't it? Yeah. Protein if stuff. everybody if everybody in the world ate bugs, we'd cure world hunger. Straight <laughs> up. Like, there's no doubt in my mind about that. Well, I'm also so, not going to do that in a world with bacon and eggs, Will, so. What? I'm also not going to do that in a world with bacon and eggs, so. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That, like, is, that, is, that is very true, man. That is very true. If pigs so, didn't want to die, Will, how come they're so delicious? <laughs> <laughs> if God had wanted us to walk, he wouldn't have invented roller skates. <laughs> exactly. So there's this... Uh, the 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 best part of this movie i think <clears throat> is uh is the final the final battle the quote unquote final battle yeah uh, and this is where i think all their budget went into this is where all their like everything that they had went into this this scene and man does this scene make make this movie oh absolutely man it's such so, a fun scene so he takes uh, Evie, uh, Rachel Weiss, to the uh, to the city of the dead, and um, like you do, like you do, you know. And he's basically going to sacrifice her so that he could bring back his girlfriend, Oksana, Oksana Moon, which mm. I think is one of the coolest names ever. Like if yeah. I had a choice, I would I would love to name one of my kids in Oksana Moon because I think that name is so cool. It is, you know, it's very cool. Uh, but it's very hard to say to some people. Yeah, <laughs> you know. What's the nickname in that one? You know what I mean? Uh, Nucky. That's 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 awful. Don't name your kids that. Yeah, don't don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, you want a Nucky? Nook, nook, nook. That's terrible. No. What was I thinking, man? (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, dude. So, um, just name them like Sarah or something. Um, or, or at least name it after the uh, um, the uh, uh, the actress playing her, which is I think uh, Patricia Velasquez. I think that's her name is. Is it Velasquez? Sure. Who like she? Uh, I remember reading an interview with her for for a while, and um, like saying like they asked her like so like you look completely naked in that movie like are you or are you wearing something? She's like no. She's completely naked. She spent the whole time on that set completely naked except for the body paint. And I got to tell you, man, that takes courage. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. You know, like, like I mean. Nobody want to be walking around like that in front of a giant crowd. Yeah, and and this this chick was like, I want to say she was like in her mid-20s. Yeah. Or maybe late 20s when she did this. And, uh, you know, it, it it's it's hard enough to do a nude scene in the movie, you know? Yeah. And, and, I, and I give all the props to anybody who can do that because it's really hard. But, like, to to for, for your whole role to, mm-hmm. to be that. And I got to tell you, man, that scene where she says that I'm no longer his his uh, his property or whatever and she stabs oh, herself. Yeah, she stabs herself. Like, oh, dude, that's crazy, man. That's acting. That's acting. Yeah, message. and, like, see, that's what's so funny about this. There's, <clears throat> there's such a good, like... Um, lord to everything that they do in the mummy like nothing is without reason mm-hmm. like yep. they really they really work very hard to cover their plot holes yeah and like there i mean there not to say that there aren't any mm-hmm. like you'll you'll catch a few plot holes if you're looking for them and stuff like that yeah. like the MacGuffin with the cat yeah like that shit was just so like okay well but, there's uh, a couple there's a couple of plot holes that people keep talking about like um that they kind of retcon in the sequel 
like the scene where where he thinks that uh, that Evie is an Oksana Moon. Yeah, and uh, but but the, the explanation. Cool. I've got plenty of problems with that too. <laughs> yeah, but the explanation is that he took that guy's eyes. That guy couldn't. The guy's eyes that he took, he couldn't see. So that's you clever. Know, that, yeah, that's, that's a but, very clever way of circumnavigating. Like, it's bullshit. A, a, a but... bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> but like, all right, like, you, who thought? Who came up with that? Should have been a lawyer. <laughs> right. Good job. Like, oh, it's a good job. Genuinely, yeah. like, no, because he took the, the blind dude's eyes. Like, oh yeah, he did. Yeah, I took like, the blind dude's point. eyes. Yeah, the, the single dude's eyeballs. Like, good point. But like, the coolest part of this, uh, the coolest part of this ending is when they're trying, when they're trying to to read the spell uh, off the book, and Evie is translating <laughs> as she's being like killed, like <laughs> almost being killed. <laughs> It's like a bird or something, a stalk. <laughs> I really do like the the setup for that because there's such a tremendous payoff in part two. Uh-huh. Like with that one, where the kid's trying to read the book and he's like asking him like to help him translate. And he's like, What's the last one? And like they're swinging a sword at him and he's like, I don't know, it's a bird or something, like a stalk. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> Like real excited. I'm like, that's a good payoff yeah. for that joke. Like, yeah. It's a if, oh yes, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. This is like this. This whole this whole finale scene is just. It, it's just made for the big screen. It's made for big screen TVs, full sound systems. Like this. This is just fun, man. And I and I'm watching it right now on mute, and I'm like, my heart yeah. is racing just Same. watching I, it. You know? I, I was gonna say, I was like, it still looks really good on a high def TV. Like, yeah, it, it's, like, it's it looks really good. Really good. Yeah. So, uh, so the the good guys win. They save the world. He gets the girl and everything. And uh, they set up for a sequel? No, they don't. They don't set no, up for a sequel. No, they absolutely don't all. set up for a sequel. They did that. Universal just wanted it. Yeah, and and I I kind of they don't do this in movies anymore. Like they don't just make a movie just to make a movie and like end it at that, right? Every movie nowadays, especially like with these big blockbuster movies, they always have to set it up for a sequel, you know? Oh, yeah. And, you know, I'm fine with it when it comes to pictures like uh, like the Marvel movies or the DC movies or whatever. But like with a movie like this, it's it's good enough on its own. I didn't really yeah. enjoy any of the sequels. Um, the sequel of this movie, The Mummy Returns, mm -hmm. set up the the scorpion king franchise i guess franchise it was it was uh the one of the first things that the rock did in his movie career yeah uh, i remember when uh i think the rock was champion at the time and he mm -hmm. lost to uh, uh who did he lose to lesnar did he lose to lesnar he lost to Lesnar, and then he he took off to do the Scorpion King. They took off to do the Scorpion King, and, and then, then that's when back. that's when he came back as Heel Rock. Yeah, like yeah, he, he came was, back as like Hollywood Rock. Yeah, he did, he did the the Rock concert in Sacramento, yeah. and like yeah, like making fun of their NBA team and shit. And then John Cena was like, "I'm here 24 hours a day. I'm not off making movies." And then five years later, he's off. Now, now he's off making movies. <laughs> hey, yeah. man, no, no, no hate though. Thank no, God, no. Peacemaker. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Peacemaker saved the Snyderverse, dude. Yeah. Like, so uh, um, John Cena versus versus Brock Lesnar at that WrestleMania match made me a John Cena fan uh, as a wrestler. 
and Peacemaker made me a, a Cena fan as an actor. <laughs> yeah, man, like he's so good, man. Like, he's, but you know what? That, you know that show's so good. But you know what? Uh, to be fair, uh, I'm lying because what made me a John Cena fan as an actor was uh, his role in uh, Trainwreck. Oh God. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll tell you, man. Like, I make it no secret. I like the first Marine movie. The first Marine movie is a delightful '90s action film. I don't remember anything about it. There's nothing. I, 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 I watched. Nothing, there's nothing to remember about it. It's it's a passing action film. Yeah, like it's yeah. an action film. It's simple. It's to the point. There's nothing special about it. But mm-hmm. like, like it was one of those things where I'm like, nothing about it offended me. Like, yeah, everything it promised that it was going to be, it was. Like mm-hmm. it, was, it was explosions and fight scenes and gunshots and car chases. I liked it. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know what people wanted. Like, yeah. I dug it. So, uh, so most, so uh, uh, ending this, man. What, what did like, in 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 the in the broad sense, mm-hmm. um, where would you say this this ranks when it comes to this type of of movies like Mummy, Dracula, Wolfman, like. Because this comes from a long line of remakes and and uh, redos and and reboots of uh, of th- those iconic horror movies, you know. Well, like you also got to look at it like um, the different. Yeah, it was part. They are part of the Universal MonsterVerse, but they were different universes. Yeah, like this movie would have never mixed with Coppola's Dracula. You know God, what I mean. No. Like yeah. you couldn't have had, you couldn't have just brought in Gary Oldman to play Dracula yeah. in this and just expected everybody to like, oh, okay, like no. <laughs> and you know what? Like, you know that brings up a good point, and 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 I, I'm 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 mad at myself for not bringing this up. I'm glad you did. Um, this came at the tail end of the '90s, where they were remaking all those movies. Like they remade, yeah. like like you said, Francis Ford Coppola remade Dracula, Kenneth Branagh remade a uh, uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein yeah. You know. And they're remaking. Uh, uh, they they did a movie. Uh, I forgot who directed it, but it was with uh, uh, Julia Roberts, uh, Mary Riley, Mary Riley, which yeah, was Jekyll movie. and Hyde. Yeah, and you know, Malkovich was was Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, and, awesome and movie. Thank you for came, knowing that movie. Yeah, of course, dude. We know it I all. I know, right? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't ever meet many people who have heard or who have heard or even seen Mary Riley, and it's Julia yeah. Roberts film. And and it's one of my favorite uh, Julia Roberts movies. Like, I don't. She's really fantastic like in movies. it. Oh, man, she's so good in that movie. Yeah, she's fantastic uh, in it. But but yeah, like the, and and the fact that this movie because those were straight up horror movies, like those were very oh, yeah. in in in, uh, in the source material. Yeah, source material. Like you know, as much as they could be, right? Because right. Let's face it, J- the Dracula novel is nothing like any of the movies at all. No, no, God. Nor no. is nor is uh, uh, Jekyll and Hyde and uh, Frankenstein. Yeah, nobody ever really <laughs> they does totally Frankenstein. the point. They totally missed the point of Frankenstein and and uh, uh, Jekyll and Hyde, by the way. All yeah, the I, but I feel, though, like if you did a Frankenstein movie, it would only end up being like 45 minutes long. That's true. Like That's you'd true. have to really drag it out. And like, yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe somebody could like turn it into a fucking stupid long like Spielberg-esque epic. But like. <laughs> For what? If you anybody what can I mean? do it, it's it's a Peter Jackson. I'll tell you that. Oh, Jesus <laughs> if anybody Christ. can stretch out nothing into something, it's Peter talk, Jackson. Talk about stretching the gold in one fucking <laughs> ring. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, good God, man. Just like goddamn it's it's getting Star Wars ridiculous, guys. <laughs> well, anyway, man. Uh yeah, dude. So like we said before, this movie spawned uh, a whole franchise. Um 
it spawned a sequel, The Mummy Returns, where big whoop, big surprise, The Mummy returned. And yeah. um, <laughs> I'll be came back, back for, I don't know what reason, like, I remember watching it and, and the entire time I was like, what? Yeah, like, what? I, can't, I can't remember how they brought him back to life either. I'm like sitting here like, how, how did they do that? No, like, like apparently, Alexander <laughs> Moon was reincarnated anyway. So, like, he didn't okay. even have to, to, uh, to do that whole thing. And then, uh, Evie, Rachel Weiss's character, she is also a reincarnation of the daughter of the, of the, uh, of oh, the pharaoh yeah. that they killed. Yeah, I remember. And that. like, okay, they had. I'm, a, I'm gonna watch it after this. Like, I don't care. And they had. Know. There was. They had a really, really cool fight. Uh, uh, they had like a side yeah, fight. Yeah, the, the side fight. I remember yeah, that. That was really cool. That was really cool. Uh, but yeah, man, that was that was that has way more CGI than this movie does. Oh, it's so and, uh, it's, it's, it's so much worse than that. Like they just have a, a CGI rock scorpion. Like yeah, it's which, so dumb. Which if you guys if you guys have not seen, owe it to yourself. Watch that movie if for anything else than at the end where a CGI rock scorpion comes out and it's hilarious and funny and Vazlu I think was in on the joke and you know what he had talking to about? He, he, yeah he had to have been he had to yeah. have been dude yeah like just his his Marlon Brando style like and there's a nah, there's dude. a YouTube channel there's a YouTube channel uh called uh, Corridor Crew I don't know if you've heard of it no I, I uh they're a bunch of uh, special effects artists that they go in and they they critique uh uh uh, special effects from old movies and new movies and stuff mm -hmm. and these guys actually work in the industry so they know what they're talking about yeah and yeah. there's an episode where they go into the uh the they go into the scorpion king and they redo the uh uh the special effects using modern techniques uh -huh. and they fix it <laughs> as best as they can as best as they can because according to them it wasn't shot very well <laughs> no, so, that's that's a nice way of saying it's a yeah. shit fucking ending. Yeah, like, but uh, woo, talk about just like ah, fuck it, whatever. We've come yeah. this far, but like, anyway, but yeah, it's 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 very very entertaining, and they they get guests on there like like uh, one of their one of their dads actually worked on the Mummy movie. Okay, so it's so like it's it's kind of uh, it's it's really cool who they get on there. Like they get you. Uh, uh, Adam Savage from MythBusters on there sometimes. Oh, right on. And uh, they get some of the stunt guys from from Hollywood movies and stuff. I think they got the stunt guy from uh, from Mandalorian on there a couple of times. Oh wow! Cool. <clears throat> but they go on there and they talk about uh, you know stuff like that. So that's really cool to check out. But uh, and then they also did uh, the Mummy Three, which was the Curse of the Dragon or Tomb of the Dragon Emperor with Jet Li as as the new mummy. Um, okay. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't watch it. Uh, I had no interest in it because, like, I'm like I, I'm not gonna watch a mummy movie without Arnold Vosloo. Yeah. Um, I would love to watch it if for anything, if for nothing but you know Brendan Fraser, but it, it really didn't catch my attention. You know. But could you? And, have... I, and that's because that's because at the time I was working on Hollywood Video, and uh, I could rent it for free, and I never did. <laughs> wow, that hurts. So. That's like, <laughs> and it's fun. Like, no. I think. I think like 
12 Scorpion King movies? They're still making Scorpion King movies, by the way. Yeah, I, I don't I, I don't know who acquired the rights to the Scorpion King, but it's some yeah. straight to video on demand like yeah. company that is just like, whoa, have they abused it? There's a lot yeah. of them. Like, yeah, and, and, and like the first Scorpion King movie was very much entrenched in the mummy lore. Uh, mm. I think they abandoned all that in the sequels. Like it's got nothing to do with the mummy. You know? I wouldn't know. I've never watched like I watched the Scorpion King and like that's enough. <laughs> I watched it. It was fine. It was it was you know, uh, it wasn't as great as I hoped it would because I'm I'm such a huge uh, rock fan of the Rock, mm-hmm. and I wanted to like it. Uh, I saw it once, maybe twice, and I never watched it again. It's it's not a very good movie, but you can see uh, the action star that that dude was about to become. Yeah, like you, he you can very, see it big time yeah. in that movie. It's the same thing. I equate it to Jason Momoa and Conan. Uh, like when I yeah. saw Jason Momoa and Conan, I'm like, this movie is shit, but that guy's gonna be something. That guy's gonna like, be a that star. That dude's gonna be huge. Like, yeah. it's only a matter of time before the rest of the world notices that fucking dude. Yep. And like, sure enough, he's fucking sure Aquaman. Enough. There you go. There like, you go. but like some some like. You know what I mean? Like you can just see it with them, and like that was one of those those movies with Scorpion King. Like everything about it was shit. Like I really don't remember the villain. Like I don't remember anything about it, but I remember that The Rock was really good in it. Yeah. Like he had he had that same kind of charisma that Schwarzenegger had. The the one the the one of the funny things that I remember about that movie is that uh, the witch, uh, played by Kelly Hu in that movie. Uh, she had her powers, and she lost her powers because she had sex with the Rock. <laughs> I forgot Kelly who was the 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 Willie in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I call them Willies, like like the annoying females. Yeah, they're, they're Willies to me. They're like yeah. just some just something to to yell, complain, and be caught. Yeah, like it's a, like oh. you you tell me. Well, fuck you, Will. You tell me what <laughs> Willie was in those movies in that movie. Like uh, short. She was comedic relief, dude. She was the Jar Jar. <laughs> she was comedic relief. Where was the comedy, Will? Like, <laughs> good God, oh, man. They're but, willies, but bro. I, I think, I think, I think, uh, I think, uh, Short Round was funnier than than she was. Yeah, Short Round provided like he like the, you know what I mean? Like you kind of needed him. It was pointless, but you needed him a little bit. Yeah, like he did more was... to humanize Indy than any of the any, any of the women. Uh, he he co-starred with and any of the subsequent movies did. Like it was very like I don't know, man. Like just Willie, just Jesus Christ. Like mm-hmm. talk about an annoying character, but like that's what some of those characters are. Like I forgot that Kelly who was the Willie in that movie. Like she was just there. They yell, scream, complain, and get caught. Yeah, and walk around naked. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah, like Tia Carrera was the Willie in in Showdown in Little Tokyo, which is on HBO Plus. Guys, you should watch it. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I remember. I remember. Uh, I watched that movie only because uh, Dolph Lundgren was in it. That's like the only reason why. Well, and it's yeah. one of Brandon Lee's like yeah. three movies. Mm-hmm. There's like four, four or five, but like I only count three. <laughs> like <laughs> Rapid Fire, Showdown. You don't count Rapid it's... Fire. <laughs> no, I count Rapid Fire. I absolutely count Rapid Fire. I like uh-huh. Rapid Fire. It's dumb, but I like Rapid Fire. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, man, uh, that was a mummy. It was, it's, it's one of my all time favorites. I love watching that movie. I, I love that movie so much. I bought it twice. I bought it on VHS and I bought it on, uh, on, uh, um, on DVD. I haven't bought it on Blu-ray or, or 4k, 
uh, yet, but that's only because it's always on streaming. Dude, um, like we we recently acquired a uh, <clears throat> a uh, DVD VHS combo. Oh, yeah, and we we need to get the because my TV doesn't have the the yellow, white, and red. Ah, like the so R- I, RGB. Yeah, I, I need to buy an adapter to like put it into the HDMI. Uh, and I haven't gotten around to doing that, but and it's mainly because I don't want to start buying like DVDs and VHS again. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have, dude. I have like hundreds of DVDs that I just like I have in storage because like yeah. I have nowhere to put them. I have like, my I have my 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 uh, my Blu-ray slash DVD collection. I have about a quarter of them here, mm-hmm. and I have the rest, which is maybe about two hundred DVDs. <laughs> at, at my parents' house. Yeah. Along with my 200 uh, uh, DVDs, mm-hmm. I have about that much VHSs, oh VHS movies, oh in a box God. at my parents' house, taking up <laughs> space, which I'll probably never watch again because who the hell can get a a a, a VH, VHS player anymore? Yeah, now? we acquired it through like okay, like just like her dad just had one, and we're like, all right, like if you're not gonna yeah. use it, like. I got I got I got some, some VHS players, but none of them work, and I was very disappointed. So, anyway. yeah, like we haven't tested this one yet. Like it might just like shit the bed on us, but like yeah. we'll never know until we plug it in. Yeah, well, like he just he just stopped using it because he gained stream streaming. <laughs> like ah yeah yeah, famous last words. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, anyway, he, man, and he didn't use it much when he was just using television. So yeah, like, it's yeah. practically new, so it should still work. Fingers crossed, man. I got my fingers crossed for you, bro. Mm-hmm. I got my fingers crossed for you. So, Babo, uh, where can people find more episodes of the Movie Know It All podcast? Oh, man, we're all over the place, bro. We're on Spotify. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. Not on Facebook, though, because the Zuckerbots hate us. Oh, yeah. Too much like, truth bombs, man. Too much I truth ge- bombs. I, I guess so. We, we made the mistake of playing a Ghostbusters clip with a Ghostbusters song. How <laughs> dare we? And then they shut off our like they come like without without even giving us a chance to to like remove uh, it <laughs> question or anything. They just they just threw our threw our page off and now we don't have a Facebook page, but it's fine because like Bobby said, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok. And if you don't, um, and if you don't ever want to lose us and you want to hold on to us forever and show us how much you love us, we've got a Patreon. Yeah, man, we got a Patreon. We I just I just redid the uh, the tiers, so uh, you for as little as three count them one two three dollars a month. You That's can get a buck fifty for each of us, bro. We're less than yeah. a bag of chips. We're less than a bag of chips, man. We're less than a six pack. You can get you can get early access to brand new episodes of the Movie Know It All podcast. You can get access to uh, select uh, full movie commentaries. And we are hilarious uh, on commentaries. And bro. we're great on commentaries, ladies and gentlemen. We love talking during movies. Because, <laughs> you know, you know, you can go and pay $30 at a movie theater and listen to those people talk through the movie. Or you and can pay $3 a month. And listen to interesting folks like us talk during the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're full or, of fun facts. <laughs> or you can go you can go the, uh, the $5 tier route, only $5. And uh, you can get full access to all of our movie commentaries, as well as early access to brand new episodes and access to all our old episodes and 
you can also get monthly entries into monthly giveaways. And I'm not talking about, you know, used boxes of chocolate. I'm talking about good stuff like uh, Blu-rays and DVDs and maybe even some action figures. Who knows? You know? Not mine, though. You can't have any of No, mine. not Bobby's. Bobby's. Bobby's are way too important, man. But nah, uh, you can't have any of mine. Like, not a single get one of them. To some of mine. I, I, I don't have any room here. <laughs> maybe Will's. Yeah. But, like... I mean, not to say that you don't have cool figures, like you've got really cool figures, but I'm I'm attached to my Batman's. Yeah. Well, your like, figures relative your 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 uh, your new collection is relatively new. You just started collecting, uh, uh, your Batman figures, your McFarlane stuff. I did, and it took over my life, dude. It all <laughs> I just wanted one. I just I would I just wanted one. Yeah. Well, McFarlane's just like Free to Lay. You no, know, you can't stop at one. If that's right. how it goes, I don't know. Copyright. That's what I say. So anyway, <laughs> it's ours now. So uh, join us again, ladies and gentlemen, next week for another brand new episode uh, of the Movie Know It All podcast. Uh, catch us early every Sunday for our Patreon members. Every Sunday you get access to uh, the brand new episodes first. And uh, we also are dropping the brand new episodes on Wednesdays for everybody else. So uh, make sure that you uh, stay in touch and uh, like, share, subscribe. All that good stuff. Throw so some ideas our way, man. Tell us what movies you guys want us to review. Yeah, man. If you guys have any ideas, just let us know, and we'll be more than we'll um, be more than happy to take a look at that. Talk to us. Talk to us, please. We want to mm-hmm. hear from you. We'd love Absolutely. to hear from you guys. So, uh, with that being said, I'm Will. I'm Bob. <laughs>